Do you know what I've been working on? Uh, no, I don't. Myself. Myself. No, I'm kidding. Uh, working on yourself. Yeah, no, I have. Getting better. I've been working on a Quell couple all things. your phrase. That's right. Quell the fray episode eight. Been um, been working on myself. Um, I've been doing that a long time now. It's going to pay off. That uh, yeah. That's going to come to fruition. I'm sure of it. I uh, I just have a feeling it my 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 tickets about to come in. It's got to happen at some point. Yeah. So I don't know if it's because I'm getting old, or because I have my brain bouncing to too many different things all the time that I can't remember a conversation I had yesterday <laughs> half the time. I I and I, and I can't. I used to lie to myself and say I'm going to remember this. Oh, I never. And now I I make note of it, whether it's in my phone or on on the iPad or. Yeah, I take screenshots all the time, and I still forget. Like I'll come across a screenshot. I'm like, "What was that for?" Yeah, and literally every time I have a conversation, a service guy calls me, and he's like, "Hey, so and so customer wants us to to see if we can do this for them," and I'm like, "Who are you? Sure, like (laughs) send me an email with everything we just talked about. Who who is this again? (laughs) Like you probably could have forgone the conversation on the phone entirely and just sent me an email, and if I had questions, I'd call you." I, th- I think we're conditioned to communicate that way, though. Now, it, yeah. y- we talked about that, I think, in like the first or second episode, where it becomes how we kind of the go-to line, uh, way to communicate. You know, skip the bullshit. Like, let's get right to it. Mm-hmm. Because I have so many other things going on that I, I don't have time. Like, yeah. just get it to me so yeah. I can process it. But, like, I, I need it in writing because I have yeah. to revisit it later. Right. Uh, there's no chance that I'm going to be able to drop what I'm doing right then and there and do it. So it's like I need this documented somewhere, and it goes in my queue. If it needs prioritized, then I need to know that. But I do a pretty good job of that. I, I have a pretty pretty good. Um, I don't know if it's really a way of managing it. It just I, I know what is on my list, and I know at some point um, I'm you know I'm going to forget it. I'm going to be in a, a nursing home with Alzheimer's. You know, and just and I'm gonna just be spewing out stuff that that was <laughs> that I've meant to remember, like people's yeah. names and like like I remember what that text, but like all that stuff is gonna come back to me at some point. But um, it, it won't be any time. Well, at least like in, in at least the next 24, 48 hours. Forget about it. Yeah, yeah. I'll wake up in a cold sweat and remember, but it will not be <laughs> when I need it. Yeah. So something that occurred to me today actually it was on my way home is we talked about perception we talked about you know the, the reality we, and you know the persona that we create uh, the idea or the illusion we have of ourselves how much of your personality now is affected by that personality you know what i mean or that persona like what i'm getting at is there was a time whenever screen time notifications were something that like that you, it was a warning and I'm going to heed that warning. I'm not going to keep going at uh, too much screen time, not doing it now. I don't care. Like it's like (laughs) 11 and a half hours in social media. 
Whenever, uh, when screen time monitoring became a, a, a metric that the, the, yeah. the phones had, I'd never even turned it on from the get-go. I don't know that I turned it on. I think it was just like the U2 album that was just automatically that, Yeah, there. Well, that was weird, right? That happened. It did happen. and it, I forgot that happened. I, like, that was a real thing. I, my cousin and I, <laughs> we, were, we were talking about this last summer. I like U2. It, it, I know. Well... <laughs> We were talking about this, and he's like, yeah, um, you know, all of a sudden, um, this YouTube album, like, I, it comes onto my phone, and it's, it's there, and, I, and I'm glad. I'm glad that it did, because I'm flying to Florida, and I, you know, I didn't have, I forgot to, like, download playlists or anything, so, like, you YouTube, I was just rocking out right. to YouTube the whole way to, <laughs> like, that, that, I, couldn't tell you a single song that was on that album but i guarantee you if it played there's probably some sort of like i'm gonna convulse there's gonna be like a reaction yeah that's provoked from it because it like painstakingly it's like ptsd from it well it, it was that and then whenever um you started to connect to like apple car whatever that like whatever your preferred media yeah, it automatically you know, start playing yeah it automatically started playing i'm like what mm-hmm. Who gave you permission to do that? And then yeah. try to figure out where it's playing because if there is not a window open <laughs> yeah. anywhere where this is playing. Yeah, you have. It's weird because it's playing from the music app, but like it's, it's not it, open. It's not open, and, and it's just yeah, it's just playing. Yeah, so but you have to go into the music. I app remember to stop it. there were a couple songs like I got busy. I'm, I'm thinking like I would like to listen to my music. I'm tired. This is Pandora, you know, height of Pandora time. Whenever. You know, the ads really got you. The algorithm, it wasn't that great. And I'm like, I want to listen to my own music. And and I felt independent. I felt good. I got an Apple, you know, account like I'm Apple Music. I'm doing this. I downloaded a couple songs. I got busy. I didn't go back to it. I didn't download all the songs, you know, because at that time it was a process. Mm-hmm. And I remember that there was a, it was the young money. I can, I can make you a bad, <laughs> that, <laughs> Every time I would get into my car, that song, because it's one of two songs that were on, you know, that downloaded to my phone, yeah. it was either that or fucking Bono. <laughs> so I, so I have, uh, I have, I don't know. I guess it's still in there. I guess it's still in there. I you deleted got it forever, it. right? I, I, I don't, can you, del- you can. It's uh, a maybe process. I did. Let, you, uh, let me look. But you better get your MacBook Pro I, out. I think I, <laughs> I think I only have, uh, that and, Grace Vanderwall. What the fuck is that? <laughs> but, but I bought. You don't know who Grace Vanderwall is? She no, was on. Uh, no idea. She was on America's Got Talent. She won. She was like 11 years old whenever she won. But she wrote all her own music and she played a ukulele. I remember like, Susan Boyle. She was awesome. That was like one of the only ones in uh, that Ruben guy. I remember Susan Boyle because there was a kid that I worked with that looked like her. Doesn't compare to Bedbugs from phasing, though. No, that does not compare. Um, <laughs> Going back to the the point, how much of our the idea of ourselves do we dedicate ourselves to? Like the reason I'm asking that is, I was I had a disagreement with somebody, and it wasn't like a you know a, a life or death type situation. It wasn't a fight. It was just legitimately, I, I felt like I need to make my point known, and I've I've gotten better at this over time um, because I, I think the the initial instinct when somebody challenges you is to fight like it you you your fight or flight like you're either gonna yeah. in this situation i'm I'm looking at it and it's like you know 
I, I'm one. I'm baffled because I don't understand how you know the conclusion this individual arrived at was you know like wh- where they got to. It was just it was something r- absolutely ridiculous. And after the you know, the, the interaction, I, I handled it well. I didn't continue or perpetuate. I, I was able to de-escalate it, and we moved toward you know agree to disagree. In that moment, I identified that there's a point in time where I would have you know been that person, you know, like if that's where I was at and that's how I saw it, that's exactly how I probably, I would have responded the same way. Mm-hmm. And I, I was really aware of that, but it didn't occur to me until, you know, I was driving home that this, the, the echo chamber, you know, that's created for you, the algorithm that's tailored to you, the more time that you spend in it, the, the less connected you are with this world. That's gotta be the case. I, 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 there's no, I have no scientific evidence, but I suspect <laughs> there are signs. I mean, it's right. It's there. It, there, and you can observe things around you and the way people act. You know, I'm, I'm pretty astute. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, you know, he the the man reached in his pocket and threw an he, he threw a, a bitmoji at me. Like it was like he was like. <laughs> it was like a. Do you remember Street Fighter? Hadouken. Yeah. yeah, like th- that's what he did. He yeah. threw he threw a thumbs up at me, and I was like, yeah. but it wasn't a good one. It was a it was a sarcastic one. Yeah, yeah. And there were some other emojis that like followed it, but it was it was like, man, this is wild. I didn't even have to have my headset on for that. <laughs> like this, we're we're starting to the simulation is starting to get blurred, man. The, the lines are not as as defined as they once were. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I had to sit with myself on that one, and it, it really uh, it, it messed my day. You ever have that happen to you? Yeah, I, I just had something recently where I had two documents, and one of them was signed, and and the and we also had agreed to the terms on both documents. Well, I was doing a final review of it, but it was after it was like already approved on the customer's end, and it would have to go through a whole other process to have anything changed in the agreement that they had sent. Well, the, uh, which would, which would delay things for a month, month and a half. And then we don't want to have that happen. But as I was reviewing both documents, I was like, well, there's some exclusions in this one that are requirements in this one. So I brought up the question like, okay, so are we able to proceed without doing this or is that required? But just bringing up the question was like the other party just got real defensive right off the bat. And, and so it, it justified a phone call. You know, it was like every, we were going back and forth through email a couple of times. And it's like I, I sensed a little bit like the, the asking the question here was getting misconstrued as like, we don't want to do this. <laughs> and it was like, I just need to know like what <laughs> because it was it was the the documents weren't aligned so it's like i was just asking the question and i need to know like which way we need to proceed to to fulfill your requirement sometimes uh, do you, was it their reluctance or your like they were perceiving that you were reluctant yeah so the latter yeah yeah it, it's it's interesting like how that especially in that world they're they're non-starters and and it feels like that hesitation it's now you're you're circling back like i love that term circling back like anytime someone says that it's like fuck off really um 
just circling back it's like circling back hey uh hey buddy um <laughs> the last press secretary was that she's she circled back on everything everything she did circle back on everything yeah every, everybody's circling back man <laughs> my wife started calling her circle back girl <laughs> ain't a, no circle back girl that's, that's i guess <laughs> uh yeah, it, it's it's hard to say how someone is you know it's gonna take your your intent, but it, it I think it's necessary to have disagreement. I think that it keeps you grounded in a mm. way because we don't realize the extent of our own you know our own ego or our own you know like especially whenever you're in the position to to be pushing something forward. It's like you become the victim of your own ambition in a way, mm-hmm. um, and it's you know it's like subtly bringing people with you which brings up a really good point i think that we've talked about it in so many different ways that when i we we started this i said you know what are you working on i i have been working on me and one of the things that has been clear to me some watching me in this video and some listening to the podcast after the fact i know at times my person like my where my head is at and how i communicate it, I could definitely take the long way there. I know that. <laughs> At times, I have to be aware of my audience and know that they just want the facts and they want them now. Ultimately, you know, it, it's it's constantly balancing, you know, between these two things. You know, it's it's one year natural style and who you are and, and then adapting to the audience and what they want in that scenario. I, at times, struggle with that because... You know, hey, I'm my own main character, right? I get to, mm-hmm. I'm driving. I'm, do what you want. I do it. I'm doing what I want to do. Yeah. And you're gonna, like, I'm the one with the podcast. I'm the one with the microphone. <laughs> I'm one. I'm the one with the gin and tonic. And I'm gonna sit here and tell you how I feel. <laughs> well, that's what it is. It's like you're gonna like some people are gonna like it. Some people aren't. It's yeah. you, you. You put it out there, and it is what it is. But you talking about the podcast or just what I said? No. Do, yeah, what you said. Yeah. Just uh, no in general. Yeah, you know, you're, you're, not just the podcast, just in, in life in general. Like some people are going to like you, some people aren't. But you shouldn't tailor yourself to to meet their needs. You're, they don't have to live with you twenty four seven. You have to live with yourself. You're, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So there, there was a conversation I, that I had uh, once upon a time, and and it was with a, a junior, you know, leader manager of this organization, and he, this individual had reached out to me. Um, for guidance in a, a, a situation. And the situation was that he felt that he had just taken on this role as a leader. And now he's, he's trying to reason with, you know, the, the team and, and all these things that are happening seemingly all at once. And there was a, an interaction that took place between him and his, you know, subordinate, um, maybe not necessarily a frontline person, but it was a subordinate. And, in this interaction, his, you know, his, I guess, second in command, as what you would call it, um, challenged him. And he got really upset about it. And, and really, that was why he called. It was, he wanted to tell me all of the ways that this individual wronged him. You know, like the, the nerve of this guy. I'm going to leave my own personal thing out here. But what I realized was happening in the moment is, there was a during that conversation. This person said something that was a non-starter for him, and it and it that individual attacked his person. 
which we all have it. We all have this credo, this ethos that we live by that, you know, there are certain things that we're really proud of and they're the, where we've put the most work. And when somebody challenges that one part of you or that one characteristic of you, now you become automatically defensive because you know, you put the work in, who are right. you to challenge me? Right. The, the funny thing about that situation is during this time where the, this, you know, second in command, you know, challenged back and was like, you don't care. And that was this individual's like non-starter. Yeah. Um, he lost it. He's like, what do you mean? I don't care. Like, and, it, and then, and it kind of a, it became this back and forth. Well, as I'm, I'm asking, you know, pro, more probing questions, it turns out that as this conversation is taking place, the situation that created the, the, the fray in their, you know, their little environment was being handled by his second in command. So the second in command is upset about it. He's letting him know, but he's handling it. But, and because he attacked that individual's person that, you know, you don't care. Mm-hmm. Now it just, it, everything else was lost. Yeah. He wasn't going to see anything. Mm-hmm. And it took us having this conversation to lead him there. So in those situations, it's, we lose sight of everything good that's happening because we're, we're so frustrated and we're so upset about, you know, how you wronged me or how you feel or you're perceived to be wronged. And, and I think about how often that happens and it's got to be a lot. Oh yeah. Where it, it happens in traffic, you know, like there's this, there is no language you can't, unless you like, you no, know, sometimes there's some language and sometimes it gets physical, <laughs> a little bump and grind out there on the, uh, on the old parkway. But the reality is like, that's where the, most of that frustration is coming out. You're, you're doing these hand gestures and you're waving and, and like in, in your car, you're by yourself. Like, who are you saying? Like, who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> this fucking jag off. That's yeah. A, but sometimes it's back phrase. and forth and you're looking at each other in the mirrors yeah. and it's like, screw the, you guy. And he's screw you. Yeah. And it's like, you're both throwing imaginary horseshoes. <laughs> <laughs> like <they're back> and, <laughs> just, just tossing them back and set. forth. <laughs> I, Swat I, a, a lot of times I like to, uh, if somebody gets mad on the road, I like to just make eye contact and like smile at them or shake my head. You would be that guy. Because that pisses them off so much more than the reaction they're looking for. Like they're, they're looking for somebody to fight. And that's I, what they're looking for. This, uh, and I'm not going to give them that satisfaction. I love And they're going to drive is. off and they're going to be pissed and they're going to go home and they're going to yell at their wife because they're pissed off because some guy was following the law. <laughs> up the road and he wanted to do his own goddamn thing so he kicks the three, three legged dog now so the stepkid is sleeping in the garage <laughs> like it, there's a whole scenario that unfolds because Derek decides doc decides he's gonna fucking smile at this guy <laughs> and just really get things yeah ignited yeah and i get a lot of satisfaction from like knowing that that guy's even more pissed off because i, I didn't yell back at him where's the satisfaction in it for you though what? It's like a kill him with kindness thing. Is it though? I don't know. Because I'm not being nice. No, you're not. Because you're you're hoping the <laughs> absolute smiling. worst. Yeah, I mean the intent behind the the being nice is that it's pissing him off even more. Yeah, you're creating a dis- domestic disturbance call yeah. later in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not actually, but you, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know how far at the end of that rope somebody is. But it it it, it goes back to that like. Okay, but 
I'm happier after that situation. I don't want to be the guy that's all pissed off driving away. And I'm going to be if I react the way he wants me to. Do you punch I'm kittens? I'm a picture him in my head. So would you like you're that kind of guy that's like <laughs> just suppresses it and then no. <laughs> just goes home and just punches no, kittens. No. Like, I uh I don't really blow up very often. That's hilarious. It the 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 point that I was making and you took it to, like the total different direction which it, I it, always it, do. No, it's funny that you did it. Um but the the point remains in in that situation um where you know this this leader is he feels wronged he's upset and that uh, and then it you know it leads to an altercation it leads to who now we've got both parties that we've let our you know our we're just escalating kind of like your email the back and forth where you sense that it was getting to a certain place so whether it was because you valued that relationship or because it was you know the the business need depended on it you made an adjustment. So the the ownership was on you in that moment because you became aware of it first. Mm-hmm. And a lot of time that we don't consider that. When you're aware that that's what's happening, whether you like it or not, the ownership is on you now. Um, because the moment that, that it dawns on you that, hey, I'm engaging in this situation that it doesn't have to be this. It doesn't have to be this thing. It's on you to de-escalate it or to move it in another direction. Because look, it, is it the end of the world? If somebody gets one over on you in traffic, is it the end of the world if you don't, you know, get what you want in a, in a certain scenario? Now, sometimes there are things that you absolutely have to fight for. I'm not disagreeing with that, mm-hmm. but I will say the vast majority of the time, the gap in this is vulnerability. Um, somebody that that I, I um, have a um, pretty good relationship with is a, um, a retired therapist, and uh, one of the things that we had a conversation about at one point. It was not professional. Like I didn't, it, I didn't seek him out to, you know, help me quell my fray. That was not the intent there. Uh, we just happened to, to connect. And um, one of the things that I found really cool was we were talking about this topic. It was um, vulnerability. A lot of people are afraid to be vulnerable mm-hmm. because it, you know, they're afraid to give something away. And I see it so much of the time that we feel like we have to put on our coat of armor and defend ourselves and defend our idea. When in reality, you know, what what are you losing? It, because if if you're vulnerable in that situation and and they persist or they're taking something, that's on them. That's not on you. Mm-hmm. It says way more about who they are. And then you move you move away from the situation. It's like, well, maybe that's not who I want to do business with. Or, oh, sorry, we're not going to be friends, guy in traffic. Fuck. Like, <laughs> I was so hoping. We I both reached, go home and... I reached into my pocket and I threw a <laughs> bitmoji at him. <laughs> like, but or, or Doc blows him a kiss. Like, But on Sunday, we're still rooting for the Steelers, you the, know? The guy literally just makes a hard... Just left and drives off the bridge, right? As he <laughs> blows a kiss at him. Doc's like, oh, that got out of hand. <laughs> that escalated just quickly. Turned, <laughs> Just keeps driving. <laughs> like, uh, but but yeah, to, to your what point, am I to do? <laughs> to your <laughs> to your point about um, uh, when you become aware of of you know how things are escalating or or what the real issue of the of the conversation is, you then become responsible yeah. to do something about it. And it's one of those like if you have the ability, you have the responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't have the ability to fix it before you were like fully aware of why it was happening. 
Absolutely. Uh, but then once you get that information or you put two and two together and you're like, okay, well now let's change it and let's go this way. And if you're wrong in the situation, I mean, you got to admit that you're wrong. You do. And so many people are afraid to do that. Why? I don't understand. I don't, because I don't want to look lesser than, or I don't want to, and it's vulnerability. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to do, I'm not going to reduce myself to this, you know, the, the, this reality. I, because the illusion that I have myself is so much better. Why would I, I'm not giving you the, the satisfaction of seeing yeah. me down here with you. And it's not just in, in work or <laughs> in traffic or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot in marriages too. You know, there's a, a lot of times people get in arguments and nobody wants to admit they're wrong. And I, I'm, I don't, I don't understand why. I don't know. I never understood that. I also not like a jealous person. So like, I don't get jealousy. I had a girlfriend in like 10th grade or whatever. And she, we broke up and, then, then she she started like hanging out with like some other guys, and I walked past them, and she tried to like cling on them and make me jealous and stuff. I'm like, good for you, girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you want me to be mad about? <laughs> like, the, the smile in traffic, and <laughs> and like you know the uh, my ex girlfriend that I dated for like mm-hmm. seven years. Yeah, um, you know, I, we I would consider our, for us friends today. You know, I don't, I have no grudge against her, but she had smoked, uh, years ago before we started dating. And then we dated for, you know, extended period of time. She quit for the most part during that period of time. And I remember she said something after we broke up. You have that effect on people. (laughs) After we broke up, she started smoking again, like immediately, or at least wasn't hiding it from me anymore. And she said, the reason I started smoking again was to piss you off. I'm like. How's that gonna make me mad? Like your your dog. A, like, I'm not kissing you anymore. Like do smoke if you want. <laughs> you know, but I think I would consider our, uh, ourselves friends. And you know, she's had a lot of turbulence with her family and stuff. And you know, funerals after funerals, and you know, I've gone to every one of them. To, yeah, to show my support. Your your dog has a pack of American spirits hidden in its dog bed. It might. Your 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 mom was trying yeah. to smoke to get away. You're cutting the phone smoking, cords. Man. You're, you're like, what are you doing? What are you caught? Co- as I'm, sm- I'm smoking, I'm sitting like, <laughs> all right, just pull. Like, where did you get that? As you're, what, you're walking outside smoking. This is bullshit yeah, with all the bullshit. other smokers. My, uh, I had a, had a professor once, instructor, I guess you would call him. I don't know if they're professors at a tech school, but uh, it's a college now. It's, it's not an institute, it's a college. But he, uh, he he said he when he, he the reason he started smoking was because everybody he worked in a pizza shop and everybody else in the pizza shop smoked and they all got like a fifteen minute break every hour <laughs> they'd go out and they'd all have a cigarette together and he's stuck there holding down the fort by himself once an hour for fifteen minutes and he's like screw this I'm smoking too. <laughs> So that he started smoking so that he could get more breaks at work. We talked about this in the last episode. We did. And yeah. I didn't bring up that particular yeah, it's, instance, it's, it's, but it's, since it's, we got into like the smoking thing. Yeah, it, it's funny it because it, well. it, it happens. Um, you know, he's in there working his ass off by himself. He comes out to be a part of the group and all of a sudden he's like, fuck this place. And everybody's <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> right. And then he's a reason he's pissed yeah, is because everyone else everybody is else getting is the there. break. Right. He flips over so a bucket, sits down too. there. They're just like customers out the door. Like, who? welcome. Glenn. I'm just trying to get my <laughs> pizza. <laughs> Where's my hoagie? He's, <laughs> <laughs> what is it from uh, Wolf of wall street? 
that's another movie that I've watched the first oh, probably gosh. 45 minutes of it like seven times and never finished it. I put it on at an inopportune time where I don't have two and a half hours to sit there and watch it. The gobble gobble one of us. <laughs> the, where they're talking about the midgets. <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh that my part. goodness. It's a, it's I don't know of, if I got that far. It's in the one of my favorite parts. Like, that movie is easily one of my favorite movies yeah. uh, of all time. This was actually a conversation we had in the missing episode. The the last episode, we talked about The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, we talked about Jim Carrey and his, his wildness. Yeah. Uh, we, we hit on McConaughey and his his monologues and his wild turkey and yeah. his Lincolns. He stuck McConaughey in the last episode, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm a fan. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. The, I, the, the, the guy is a... He's, you know, I don't know, man. He seems like a like like a down to earth like. Yeah, he he is. It, seems real spiritual. He, he's definitely um, in tune with some things that um, I feel like most aren't. You know, he doesn't wear deodorant. That's just awful of him. No, he's like a believes in like having your natural scent. Yeah, that's a. And supposedly, your body adjusts to it. And you don't like perspire as much yeah you don't smell it that's that's what maybe, that is i mean maybe you maybe it's just you your smell that adjusts to it <laughs> <laughs> like but it's matthew mcconaughey his musk probably runs from his musk like the, yeah. the guy like he does there's no he does no wrong he, he thought about running for governor of texas and everybody's like i'll vote for him like <laughs> what, are, what are you gonna do your math what are you gonna do the guy's got it figured out he, he wrote a great book he's i see he's doing things for for charity now that um, he's 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 leveraging his gift, and that's what I, I like about him. I think that he, he naturally he does have a gift, and he's he's not shy about it. Um, the one thing that I always think about is that is that how much of that is you, mm-hmm. and how much of it is an act, uh, right. because you can be a really good actor. I guess when you have the uh, the awards to prove that you are, it's kind of tough to tell. And right. that and that was the conversation we were having is it would be really interesting to know how many of those people are actually their their self or if they're if they even know who that is anymore right they get so lost in all the characters that they are that that's all they know daniel day lewis is still walking around like just yelling the gettysburg address at people (laughs) like i'm lincoln like (laughs) like what who are you you know who i always heard is like really down to earth good good guy is an actress keanu reeves Oh, yeah. Everybody, I see stuff on him all the time. Yeah. And he doesn't ask for that at all or any recognition for it. You know, he's not like gloating about the things that he does. He just does them. And, you know, whether that's donating to charities or like visiting kids in the hospital, you know, I think he bought like Harleys for all like the, the crew that worked on the Matrix or something like that. I heard years ago um, or another movie that he was in. There's a phrase that I use. There's there are two that I use a lot, and then one, it holds true not just for my situation. I think for a lot of people, that character is nothing more than a collection of your worst days. That's all it is. And and Keanu Reeves has a ton of character. That's what you're seeing. Is mm-hmm. this is a guy who's who's been through a lot and has made the the decision to be different about it and you know i i say that because you know whenever 
I find myself in moments where I'm I'm challenged or it's like I don't feel like I'm I'm adding up or I don't it doesn't make sense or like I'm I'm experience a lot of fray. Uh, I really do in those moments start to pay close attention because that those are the moments you're scaling, you're you're growing, you know, you're leaving your old skin and you're moving into something different, and that's not a bad thing. It it just it it's telling you you're on the right track. Yeah, I like to apply things in my personal life uh, with family. I try to recognize the situation as it's happening. Whether that's the way, you know, one of my daughters is reacting to something or my wife or even myself. But I've been trying to a lot recently to recognize that as it's happening and start asking questions rather than telling my daughter no or listen to your mother or like instead of having that reaction, it's, hey, do you like the way you're reacting right now? She stops. She thinks about the situation and looks at how she was acting. And then within five minutes, she realizes like I was being a dickhead. Like that's not what she thinks. Cause <laughs> she's nine, but like the equivalent of that in, in a nine year old's head. And, and she usually will apologize for the way she's acting. And, my wife too. She'll get a little bit upset whenever I, if she's reacting in, in a way that I think, okay, well, did you really need to react that way? Because you're kind of fostering the reaction that we don't want from the, from the child, <laughs> you know, and she realizes it too. And, and I do the same thing, but it's harder to catch yourself in those moments than it is to realize it. Like if it's going on between my wife and my daughter, it's easy for me to recognize where the issue is and, and who's kind of like acting up. But whenever you're involved who's, in that, who's acting up, you tell your wife that <laughs> you're acting a fool. <laughs> Better calm down. <laughs> you're acting up right now. Yeah, no. But, uh, do, do you like the way you behaved? <laughs> try that, please. It's just usually, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's good to try to be aware of those. And if you're actively thinking about it in, in situations and you try to apply it to yourself, you know, it's I don't know. It'll make it'll make you no. It's that's your a, quelling of the fray will 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 work a little better. That's a very tough skill to learn. Yeah, how, how to do that and there, when emotions are involved in anything, it's it's tough. Well, there's there's two parts to this. Uh, one, when you especially whenever it's with your own child, um, when you talk about you know like why do people argue? Why do they fight about things? Because I care deeply about this thing. And in those situations, there is nothing you care about more than yeah. it's, it's your kid. So it's like you're arguing with yourself. Like, I want I want what's best for you. Yeah. And, and in the meantime, they're looking at it as though you're just trying to you're, – you're in some way preventing me from being me. Like, yeah. I'm a peacock, Captain. Let me fly. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's like they want to eat a bunch of sugar and stuff like that. It's like, well, I want you to be healthy and, you know, not – I want you to be exactly. healthy. You know, I want what's best for you. But because in, in this and this is what I have equated this to is you when you make that when you frame it that way, that do you like the way that you're that you responded to that? How did that make you feel? It now becomes about them. Mm-hmm. But when it's you telling them, 
it becomes a, a me versus you. Yeah, exactly. And and I can tell you, it doesn't matter if it's you or them, given the choice, if it's me or you, it's me every time. Right. And you're putting them in that position where they're gonna it's gonna be me. But in the meantime, we have to have because the ownership is on you. The responsibility is on you, like you said before, um, to to manage that, to be aware of it. You know, mm-hmm. the responsible. Uh, how did you put that? The, the responsibility uh, is on the. Resp- I don't no, know. If you have the ability, you have the responsibility. There you go. Yeah. Like it's like that was written somewhere. I like that. Yeah, it's. I've heard it somewhere years ago. Yeah, it's better than live, laugh, That's love. That's how it is. Fuck that. In this economy? <laughs> In this economy? <laughs> that's fucking impossible. <laughs> no, uh, you, you, you I, gotta I can't do take credit things. for that. There was a, that's things. on a t shirt. I, I don't know if it's Shithead Steve or um, Trash Can, one of those Instagram influencers. Yeah. They have these t shirts. They're absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah. They're Not just, as fantastic as a Quell the Fray t shirt. We should get that out soon. there. Coming soon. We'll see. Do we have uh, anything that we could My put on? My wife can make them. With a cricket? <laughs> With a cricket? <laughs> yeah, okay. Or we got a I, sublimation. You know what? I, I we got lo- a sublimation printer, so. I love. You can do fading. When I when <laughs> when you can tell that someone, is, it's like, it's the new toy. Yeah. Because, like, you see these asinine quotes all over the back of cars now. It's like, <laughs> y'all want to? Like, I don't want to what? Like <laughs> To what? It's like. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like power dad. Like, <laughs> why would you put that? Because I can. Like, and that's actually you look to the right. It's written on that side. Of the back. <laughs> it's like saw so somebody got a cricket for Christmas. That's what that is. Yeah, that car is just plastered in wisdom. <laughs> uh, if only there was like if it were on like the the appropriate car. You know, like um, the there was this one time we were a friend of mine. Um, we were, we had all gone out for drinks and, um, she had chosen to drive, which was a terrible idea, but we, we, we pile in the car and it was like a parallel parking situation. We're downtown and we're talking and she's like, guys, I'm trying to focus here. Boy, do I have the car for you? (laughs) We were in a Ford focus. Like... (laughs) 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 it's <laughs> <laughs> so good <laughs> i just want like if, if it were like a, a hyundai wisdom and that that kind of shit is that even a real car i don't know it should be <laughs> it should be day woo day woo day woo even exist anymore <laughs> a day what a day what a day woo <laughs> oh my what a what a automobile that was! I'm about to quell Glenn off the wall here. You always are. You're always you're always nudging him. Elbow him in the face. You got him on the boards. He's telling us it's time. It's time. That's what he's doing. It is. Quell the fray. Quell the fray. If anything in today's episode resonated with you or entertained you in any way, please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Quell the Fray. You can find the podcast on all major platforms, including Spotify, Amazon Music. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Video is available on Spotify only. And if you like the song on our intro and outro, that is Bed Bugs by a band out of Wisconsin named Phasing. Please head over to their Instagram and follow them at PhasingWI. Qualify Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Yeah.